it's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Recorded live from Boston, from Vermont, from Detroit, and Seattle. It's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Welcome, everybody. It's the 16th of December. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. I want a shot! The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. And he doesn't mean a drink. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's what amazing. The vaccine is finally out and people are getting it in their arms. Tell me. I did it. It was Project you, record yeah. time. I moved it along. I told you, be. Donald Trump, that, if only you knew to bask in that glory. Oh, bask yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Maybe under a real tanning light, too, instead of just pouring that orange shoe polish on your face. It's not shoe polish. It's spray. It's airbrushed down by experts. Uh, okay. <laughs> Got $70,000 last year, for God's sake. All right. Hey, you uh, paid for it. Donald Trump, I've been trying to quit you worse than I tried to quit drinking, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> it's like I can't stay in character at all. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. All right. Uh, <laughs> how is everybody? Uh, we'll start with you, Zip. Okay. Well, we're battening down the hatches here in the Northeast for the storm of the century. One of 25 storm of the centuries we'll have, uh, you know, a big snowstorm. Allegedly, you ever get the feeling that uh, weather channels are competing with cable news to try and scare you? (laughs) Gee, do you think? (laughs) Yeah. But that looks like a pretty good storm. Although, uh, what are they saying? 12 inches, maybe, right? 12 to 18 in certain spots. Uh, 12, yeah, 12 to 15 where we are, supposedly. Good Lord. So... By the way, 12 to 12 and a half or 12 to 24? It's the same thing. <laughs> We've talked about this before, though. You know, a typical New England snowstorm, you cannot go without the newscasters stand up in front of the salt pile on the mass pipe. Oh, yeah. That's such That's right. fascinating Cliché. news yeah. journalism. That's really we used to have a guy riveting. Um, in uh-huh. Seattle, Mr. Foreman, who, uh, I can't remember his first name, Spike and Joel will remember that, who his thing was he would wear a parka and a windbreaker, <laughs> and it would always be blowing. Like, of course. I think they brought in extra industrial you know, construction fans. He's on a green screen <laughs> yeah. in the next studio. Special effects. <laughs> well, and you and I are going to do some live radio uh, fillings, uh, semi-live. We're recording it uh, for Thursday morning when the storm should be crazy. <laughs> You're going to guess. Uh, well, and, and here's the thing. Uh, top secret, but we record it. Because we're not driving in in a snowstorm. <laughs> and everybody thinks you're heroes. Well, we could, but I mean, during COVID-19, we actually can't even go in there. Yeah, I've stopped so, going in the station. So, uh, I, I, you got my message, right, Zip? I did. You know what we really should do, and it pains me to even think. We Set probably, the alarm for 4 o'clock, right? Yeah, well, or, if, you know, even if we start, we can we just stay a break ahead. You know what I mean? And well, we that's the thing, yeah. So when you can't, doing, we can't actually do it live. We've got to do it a couple of breaks ahead. Well, you know so the I mean? way it, we, everybody knows how radio works these days, right? Mm, yeah. There's very few actual live shows. They pre-record them. Sometimes <laughs> they record them weeks in advance. <laughs> yeah. The almost live, which is what our podcast is, we always yeah. record it the night before. Right, live to tape, as they say. Yeah, uh, that is 
you know, that's useful. And so Zip and I, when we fill in, we might do it the night before. We like to be as, like when we do our Saturday show, Mm -hmm. like last Saturday, we finished it after the show started. We just (laughs) ahead of when the breaks come. So, uh, yeah, with this big snowstorm, it's going to be interesting. Boy, there is so much going on besides your little local weather in Boston. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. No That's okay. <laughs> going to uh, be a nor'easter. It's going to be a nor'easter. Can't yep. get there from here. Re- I'll try to whip raft- up another pandemic or something to talk about. <laughs> going to be a real rafter snapper. My God. All right. Let's, let's start with the pandemic because the actual vaccine going into arms is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, it, the, on the plus side, you see the healthcare workers who risk their lives going into work for all these, you know, months, uh, getting their vaccines first. Uh, and then you see like some 90 year old guy and I don't know which, you know, it's, look, there's no way, uh, there's no way to say one life is worth more than another. But although, we say it all the time. Although politicians do it all the time. <laughs> But, I mean, uh, I, I think it was a good idea to take care of them equally. Mm-hmm. I also like the idea, which has had some discussion, that certain prominent public officials mm-hmm. getting the shot live in their arm is good to boost the case for everyone getting a vaccine. And I, and, and the only thing about that is... I mean, if you don't even believe the news is real, right? Are you sure that's vaccine? Well, in you know, needle? you can't blame the African American contingent because they, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. think of the Tuskegee experiments and right. some of the the horrific things that they, they've done to them over the years. Can you blame them for being suspicious? Look, uh, I saw a great meme the other day mm-hmm. about just about this very thing, mm-hmm. and it said. Uh, um, you just uh, ran down to McDonald's to get the new McRib, but you don't want to get vaccinated because you're not sure what's in it. <laughs> that is about as racist as it gets, Rivers. <laughs> what? That has nothing to do with race. Uh, no, not at all. A rib. A man going a for McRib. a rib. <laughs> okay, you just have a hit right, there's to, meme to my the, story. There's another meme with the same uh, thing. About it doh. doesn't use the McRib. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was also a McDonald's thing. You eat at McDonald's every day, but you don't want the vaccine because you're not sure <laughs> if it's good for you or whatever. So. Also, by the way, there is no chip being inserted during the inoculation. Ah, uh, Dr. <laughs> Fauci, thank you for that. One, yeah. You're welcome. I'm just yeah. saying people are paranoid. Yes. A lot of them are not going to get it because they just don't get it. If you know what I'm saying, I get it. But what about the the uh, that it was going to change your DNA? No, that's again. You, uh, people are crazy. They make up. St- they're oh. like you, tinfoil Bob. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm the opposite kind of tinfoil. I'm the tinfoil in. I like. I don't believe the conspiracy theories. I believe that the people on either side have their own conspiracy theories that they haven't figured out. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but they don't call them Reynolds Rap Rivers. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Okay. I had a whole bunch of stuff, but I'm just going to let you guys lead the way. <laughs> I just thought I would warn people, and, you know. Dr. Fauci. Actually, it was very nice to hear you say that uh, President-elect Biden and 
president in denial Trump should both uh, get vaccinated on TV, even though and Trump's already had the virus, right? I was going to say he would be more valuable as plasma. Right. And I mean totally plasma. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think so. All right. Uh, the Moderna vaccine is supposed to be uh, approved uh, very soon, probably distributed by the end of next week, which means we'll be well into the millions of vaccines every day. If they can get them around a country in a container colder than a meat locker. Yeah. Well, the Moderna doesn't have to be as cold as the Pfizer, right? Thank God. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's going to go to the small towns. You know, they just put those on the uh, Mexican lunch wagons. Oh, here we go again with the typecasting. Oh, my God. I'm just trying to reach the most poor people that we can okay. on your side. Well, your, your show fits. It's very low rent. Thank you. <laughs> Could we get Ed Kelly back? Because as rude as he was. <laughs> put, him, put him in character. He's twice yeah. as rude. Yeah. Uh, my uh, anyway, that's all, that's all really good news. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. uh, I mm -hmm. want to warn you, there are more scams out there than ever before. Oh, God, yeah. Especially email scams. Fishing. Uh, this holiday yeah. season. Terrible. And uh, uh, have you guys been hit up by any of them recently? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you, want, do you want the right to bear arms? <laughs> Register now. And <laughs> all they ask for is all your personal information. Right. Come on. Well, I got this email uh, with the official Chase Bank logo. And we have oh, a yes. Chase oh, Bank yes. credit card. And it said, Dear Chase piece. member, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we recently detected an unusual activity on your J.P. Morgan Chase. And by the way, you know, they even know the first initials. JP Morgan. <laughs> uh, your JP Morgan Chase yeah. uh, online banking account. Unfortunately, we had to suspend your online banking in order to ensure the safety of your account. The suspension is temporary. We'll need some additional information to verify your identity. Uh, and then I was like, this must be a scam. But then it said, please visit chase.com slash servicing. Or click this verification form to complete your identity. I'm gone, but I'm not going to click a form that says verify identity. <laughs> yeah. But I am going to click a form that says chase.com slash service because it's chase.com. Yeah, sure it is. Read the entire address. Well, here's a, here's a thing you should do. A link can be spoofed to look like anything. Of course it can. Mirrored. So I right-clicked on it, which I know... Not everybody even knows what that is, but in your yeah. mouse, if there's a right button and you click on it, mm -hmm. you will be it's able the, to copy of, it's it. It's the properties uh, sort of. Well, I, I right click on it, properties. I cut it, and then I pasted it into a text notepad, mm -hmm. and it told me that the real address that they were asking me to send it to was HTTP colon G-E-R-Y Y-F-D- <laughs> sy dot syg files dot fulcrocut dot com. Mr. Rivers, do, do you know how I remember the JP and JP yes. Morgan? No, how did you remember? <laughs> because Punjabi has a P and a J and I just reversed it. <laughs> Very good. Are you, by the way, because this is only the tip of the iceberg. Yes. Oh, and it's interesting that we're really... Um, we're really not hearing much about this in the news uh, because of all the politics stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the Russian hack. Oh, which one? Well, uh, uh, it, 
it looks like, <laughs> what did they say? 16,000 companies. <laughs> yes. And the company they got into is a company that is in charge of protecting companies. <laughs> of internet security. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Uh, multiple U.S. agencies, including the Pentagon, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department yeah. of the Treasury. Uh, Russia has denied the accusations, by the way. Oh, and in fact, what a surprise. Yeah, in fact, today, Putin called to congratulate Joe Biden. Hey, listen. <laughs> can, do you do a Putin? Can you congratulate? Because Spike could do it if you can. Oh, wait a minute. I should be on the phone for a second. Uh, hey, Putin, while I got you on the phone, says nah. Biden, uh, nah. do you know anything about this Russian hack to all of our government uh, agencies? Hello? Hello? <laughs> um, what the hack did is it exploited a vulnerability. I know what we did. We put a little bit of code inside updates with malware. That's what we did. That's do. it. Basically yeah. a Trojan horse. Sure. But it was brilliant to infiltrate... I mean, since you're being upfront with us, Mr. Putin, yes. how hard yeah. is it to fool Americans, be honest? Well, you're all stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. Every last one of you. You are led by an idiot. The man is a moron. Well, wait a minute. How do you know that? I stuck my hand up his wazoo. He's my puppet. <laughs> do you really have video of him in a, in a hotel room on the bed that Obama slept on? <laughs> Does Pamela Anderson sleep on her back? <laughs> That's a really weird reference. I like American women. All right. Thank you, Mr. Putin. Please, please bring back Ed Kelly. <laughs> no, keep you know, away. as a voice guy, <laughs> yeah. you must uh, all the time. Peeps, do this voice, do that voice. <laughs> but I'm I mean, the only person you've ever worked with says, "Give me back Ed Kelly." <laughs> That's the first. <laughs> first impersonation I've heard that was straddling two continents. <laughs> All right. So it was might have been India. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was, it was, sometimes you get a holdover from the previous voice. All right. <laughs> There's residuals. Putin Fauci. So yeah. uh, digital artifacts yeah. from the previous yeah. voice. Oh, Let it lie, yeah. folks. Uh, so the the company they hacked was Whew. called Solar Winds. Yes. It's got 300,000 customers, but they say, oh, don't worry, only 18,000 of them <laughs> had installed the version of our products that got yeah. attacked. And, and the timing of this only makes the people who are paranoid about the stolen election that much more paranoid. That's it an interesting into, angle. I hadn't thought of that. It feeds yeah. into that narrative big time. That we I don't think. know what the F we're doing. Yeah. that You know, it could have been hacked that for all we know digitally. By, by the Ruskies. So here's how I can tell you the election wasn't stolen. And it's not because I don't think we have enough crooks. Mm -hmm. I just don't think Democrats are smart enough to play <laughs> That's probably true. No, and I think Republicans I'm, could do it if anyone could do it. Not only that, would they really have come up one Senate seat short yeah. if they'd done a hack? I mean, Seriously. if you think that Democrats are that smart, why don't you vote for them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, that's big. So, it is the season of all kinds mm -hmm. of scams. Uh, be careful out there. Be safe. It's uh, Gamarama. Yeah. If you pull into a Walmart and you see a van that says <laughs> COVID-19 vaccinations oh boy. and stereo equipment... <laughs> Bob, that's ridiculous. 
They didn't fall <laughs> off a FedEx truck. Okay. Yeah. I sent you a story about uh, somebody who was a lady who had a great strategy for defeating porch pirates, which is really a problem right now. And yeah. I know because I'm auditioning for a lot of commercials for all of these security systems that keep oh. them at bay. Okay. You know. what did, what's her strategy? Uh, <laughs> she took, she got tired of it because she'd had like five or six packages ripped off. So as she was cleaning the litter box... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> she filled up another box and left it on the porch and of, wrapped it up. To look, the litter of, box <laughs> scrapings were left on yes. the porch for a porch. Yes. That's awesome. Did it yeah. work? Uh, yeah. Well, I, she got a kick out of it. The guy actually stole it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's from Ontario. I'm looking at the story. Yeah. Those Canadian girls, they're great. Stolen within 40 minutes. Lori yeah. Pringle. <laughs> uh, she decided to set out the bait package filled with cat poop on a busy downtown street. If only you could be there when they open it. Oh, wouldn't that be great? She should have put a little mini cam in, inside that would record and transmit. That would have been great. Just to see the horrified look on his face as he thinks he's got an Xbox Five. <laughs> I, uh, I've solved the porch pirate problem mostly by I just have the stuff held at the UPS uh, or the FedEx location, and I go pick I thought it maybe, up. I thought maybe a cufflink the wife, or handcuff the wife, <laughs> cufflinked. <laughs> that would make you not a hetero. Nah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right. Misspoke. Um, I saw a really cool uh, public service today. The White House is offering curbside pickup of pardons. Did you see that? <laughs> That's, That's from Andy Borowitz, uh, uh, Borowitz report. He's very, very funny. He is um, funny. Very funny. Okay. Here's another thought. Have you ever uh, been in line at a coffee shop like a Starbucks and had someone pay it forward and pay yes. for your drinks? Uh, I haven't, but a friend of mine, it happened just last week in Canada. I've had this happen too. Yeah. Paying it forward. I think there's going to be a whole new movement that way, you know, the yeah. collective good. Well, I, I I was so touched. Yeah, it um, is. It's a very touching gesture. That I and I said, but I um, that was an eighteen dollar order, and they said, well, the person paid for it. And he said, and then he looked at me and he said, do you want to pay it forward to the next person? Oh, and you know what I said? No. <laughs> you think I'm heartless, don't you? No, no, uh, but don't. but close. I said. How much How is, much the next is their bill? <laughs> yeah. And he said $4. And I went, sure. <laughs> you, you've got Scottish blood in you somewhere, A little Billy. bit. Polish, uh, actually, uh, by yeah, injection. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, which requires a strap on, by the way, but I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> and a Polish wife. Uh, which I have. I know. know. I have at least one of those things. Okay. <laughs> Administered by strap on. That's yeah. a new one. All right. So oh, uh, wow. pay it forward and drive through lines is mostly unnecessary, especially at Starbucks. Here, think yeah. about it. Yeah. The person behind you wouldn't be in line if they couldn't afford to buy an $8 coffee. <laughs> exactly. It's a nice it, gesture, mm -hmm. but it's well-off people taking care of other well-off people. Yes. Consider instead, if you've got eight bucks to give away, it's about the average hourly salary yeah. of the barista at the window mm -hmm. busting her Bugs. whatever to take yeah. care of you or his right. whatever. Usually they've got some tattoos and piercings. 
<laughs> That's actually true. That's a Seattle holdover that went across the country. Anyway, instead of pay it forward, uh, someone on my Facebook suggested Ivy Lou said, just give it to the barista. The pay yeah. it forward stuff is crap. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? You know, here? if you go to Tim Hortons, you can get a whole lot cheaper too, and it costs you a lot less to pay forward. <laughs> yeah, but is it good as Starbucks? Oh hell yeah! That's uh, that's that yuppie coffee they drink. I'm telling you, Tim Hortons is where you go. That's a Canadian place, right? What's oh, what's yeah. the American counterpart to Tim? Hortons? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. Dunkin yeah, if I can't get Tim Hortons, I'm on 75 on my way down to Florida or something there, eh? What I do is just pull in a Dunkin' Donuts and it's almost the same stuff. All right. Next question. Have all of you done your Christmas shopping? Uh, some. Oof. Mm, Two items. Zip's a last minute. He shops as they I close really the am doors. A la- I, yeah. I truly am a last minute shopper. <laughs> he's in, he's in the yeah. Walgreens at, at 10 o'clock p.m. Honestly, God, I have done that. <laughs> oh, I have the famous, uh, The you remember the killing of the plant story, Bob? Didn't I yes. tell you that one? Um, yeah, uh, you tell it every year for the last five years that we've been oh, the Christmas show. I'm not, I won't again. No. Nah. Yes. Let me tell it, it, though, because it's a great story. Um, it was the night before Christmas. I was driving through his car. Not a present was stirring. <laughs> I, I had been working home. for UPS. Can, can I tell the story, <laughs> please? Yes. Yes. Anyway, Zip, Zip had totally screwed up. Uh-huh. And, uh, and by the way, I was a total screw up, too, so I totally relate. And in my defense, I was driving for UPS, and I was literally worked up to like oh, the very last God, minute yeah. on Christmas yeah, Eve. It's crazy. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And uh, anyway, uh, I've done this, too. Plants make a great last-minute gift for people because you just grab a bunch of plants. You say, I thought of you. Here's something that will die soon, but it's alive today. <laughs> something you shouldn't have during the winter. What but nursery anyway. is open at 11 p.m. Christmas? Well, you know, it's the store. only thing that was open. It was a flower shop. It was oh. the only thing that was open. Wow. Anyway, so he comes in, I'm going to guess, drunk. Because that I, <laughs> no. we were in those days driving for the driving for the courier. Nothing to do with alcohol, dude. You used to keep uh, a fifth of doers under your seat. I didn't. I didn't. Did that wow. only happen later after I met you, oh, or did that happen know. when when you were working? Get to the grist of this. <laughs> so he gets home. He brings in all the plants and he shuts mm. the door, but not thoroughly. Uh-oh. The door blew open. <laughs> During the night, there's a snowstorm. And the plants and were like dead. a drift up the stairs. <laughs> wow, Every you mess up. You're, just, you're an Olympic <laughs> fuck I, up, aren't you? <laughs> two, of them, two of grade. them <laughs> did survive, as I recall. But all the other really? ones were just... Oh, oh my God. So um, here's a thought about Christmas gift giving. Yeah, give uh, evergreens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Don't survive well, if you leave the door open. Oh, man. So <laughs> there's been a disturbing trend. And actually, I think it's I think it's emblematic of everything that's wrong with our society. Okay. And it's been, it's been getting worse every year. This year... And, and I hope that none of my family is listening to this podcast. <laughs> and they don't like me that much, so the odds are pretty good, except for Andrew. Have you noticed some people ask you for your Christmas list and send you theirs as an Amazon Christmas oh, wish, list? Wish? Oh, that's just tacky. You mean like a bridal registry? Yeah. Oh, you haven't got these yet, Seth. No. no. Okay. Well, you, you don't have 
millennial children with families. Ah, there you go. And the thing to do is to shop on Amazon, only instead of buying this stuff, you put it in this list, mm -hmm. and then the you say, list. here's my Christmas list, and each item comes with a link. So you know, all you have to do is twitch one finger and buy it for me. Yeah. I, I, I jumped, I made a snap judgment there, and I shouldn't have. It's actually efficient in one way. It's, you know, because at least, you know, the gift will be on point and appreciated. If it's, you know. uh, that, that's, that's the sales pitch. I'm it not takes selling the anything. thought out of it, though. Thank you, The Seth. emotional mm -hmm. thought. You no, know, much like the cowardly lion and the tin man, we you have a hard to... Spoofs. I do believe in spoofs. Yeah. I do, I do, I do, I do. So, look, I have nothing against it because it's what the young people do, okay? Yeah. And I'm not going to say, why, in my day, we had to trudge smiles through the snow <laughs> to J.C. Penny and guess what your size was. <laughs> but that's what we had to do. Yeah. And, um, and I'm... I, look... What it does is it takes the empathy out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I look at the list, and I'm not going to pick any. You know, I'm not going to point out, single out any particular son. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you only got two, and, you moron. And it's like, <laughs> you, you know, I'm like, all right, I just, you know, why don't I just give you money? Uh, I, but I hated getting that as a kid. I yeah. hated getting money. You did. Well, that's yeah. no thought in that too. But it's the yeah. same thing. It's transactional. I know. It's like well, if you, now wait a minute. If, you, why you if I say to my wife, "Hey, I love you. Let's do something tonight," yeah. and I leave a hundred dollars on yeah. the, under the lamp, actually, it might yeah. help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have I have actually given that as a gift, but it was understood that that would be the most valuable thing. Oh. Just in their situation. You mean sex? No. $100? I'm talking about family members. Oh, I'm, okay. I don't do the whole, you know. That's, wow. That's that really was a weird. non sequitur from the joke, but I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's okay. So, all right. <laughs> so here's what I did this year. And just, you know, I always have suggestions we could take it or not take it or leave it he asked amazon if they could attach a condenser fully charged in the box <laughs> before they sent it out uh no but i but i'm sure that they would say if you like this you might like that yeah um what i did this year and by the way i still think it's pretty thoughtless I'm not trying to get too much credit but i did wander around amazon thinking about lisa Mm -hmm. And what she might like. Mm -hmm. And I would come across some stuff and I would go, oh, I think she might like that. And then I would experience what you always felt about Christmas shopping. No, she'll probably hate it. It's like you've got Gollum on either side of your shoulder. <laughs> she doesn't want that, Bob. <laughs> fishes, fishes. She loves fishes. Um, yeah. So I, anyway, I picked out some things and I went, you know what? I'm just gonna buy them, and so yeah, I started yeah. like three weeks ago, or and little boxes started coming. And you impetuous fool! And she said, "What do you buy now?" And I said, "Well, some stuff's for me, but some it's Christmas presents for you." And um, there's I can't, I can't tell you what they are because she'll hear it before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Uh, because I, I discovered that thinking about her and thinking she might like something. And then worrying that she won't is the true meaning of Christmas. It's not about whether she likes it. Right. It's about what, like, she even said to me, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, that's right. 
your Christmas is 365 days a year. <laughs> you already got everything you want. I'm like, pretty much. Well, that's true. And, and you know, well-to-do are hard, are hard to buy for. Oh. High, pro, high pro people in my life. Is, it's, it's just terrible. It's hard. Yeah. I'll tell you. I, 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 did, I scored last year, though. You did? Um, yeah, my boss, who doesn't really need much, he got everything that he really kind of needs in life, um, which allows him to be a philanthropist. And but, this is uh, uh, the boss at the Detroit radio station? Yes, yeah. yeah. And, but he was a, he's, is this he Mitch, a, the famous yeah. guy who wrote yeah. the book? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, but he was in a doo-wop band, you know, and he is in a doo-wop band. They're he called is? the Rock Bottom Remainders. They're, they do book wow. conventions. Dave, Dave Barry is one of them, and Amy Tan. Oh, and, no kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. All these uh, high, you know, kind of. Uh, Springsteen actually got up with them once, mm. and because uh, they're from Jersey. And uh, I got him original, pristine copies of early doo-wop LPs, which is, you know, they're 10, 15 bucks a piece. And I got him a bunch of those. And just mm. his eyes just went out of, just, you know, popped out of his head. You could tell that he was genuinely. Uh, touched by the gesture. Yeah. And by yeah. the way, the other thing that could happen, well, first off, he's a, he's an actor. So yeah. as soon as you leave the room, you know, he, he could say not, something else. He's a producer. He doesn't call himself an actor. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I I, but it isn't even like, even if they regift it to someone else, they know that you thought of them. Yeah. No, but he went through everyone and looked at, at the B-sides and he's really a music junkie. So it, it, it worked for a change. <laughs> Very nice. And so it cer certainly beats getting a you know something a notification from Venmo. You've got money from Uncle <laughs> Joe in St. Louis. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Merry Christmas. Uh, I just hated Jesus. getting money as a kid. It's like you, you, this is how much you know about me. You gave me a, you gave me a ten, really. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you got to admit though, Bob. Between and maybe not so much with you, Ed, but. Um, I've, after all these years, 67 years, I, I, I have enough stuff. And right. while I would love to get a thoughtful gift, um, I'm okay with just the smallest you know, thing. visiting and, yeah. you know. I was going to say that until Ed Kelly made fun of the fact that I have money. <laughs> I did not make fun of you. you. Did. It's really hard to buy <laughs> gifts for stuck-up, well-off people. I said <laughs> I said, well, that is what you said. Well to do, I said. Well to do. I'm not yeah. well to do. Wait a well, minute. You're how long upper you middle class. Bob? Sorry. How long have you been married? How long have I been married? Yeah. Uh, this. Or how long does it seem? <laughs> no, I mean, so how many years now? Um, this Friday is our 39th oh, wow. wedding anniversary. Wow. Okay. So, uh, wow. and and you've how many years have you known her? Uh, 39 and a half. We okay, got married so, pretty quick. So if you do uh, the math, you add your birthdays and Christmases together, when you're really trying to find that special gift, that's a lot of special gifts to come up with over the years. Yeah, you but there's always new toys. Really unique. Well, yeah, that's always true. likes that's toys. True. That's yeah, true. and in past years, I did really good. I had jewelry and all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. But yeah. the, but at this point, jewelry, it's like, mm -hmm. let me just give it to your daughter, <laughs> your, your granddaughter or whatever, because we don't care about that stuff the way we used to. Yeah. I th at least I don't think so. I bought a car once. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I gave my girlfriend a car for Christmas. A whole car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a model. Years ago. And uh, say what? You get you gave her like a brand new car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. She's special well, she, girlfriend. Well, she was my then fiance, but uh, yeah. Yeah. What's she today? Yeah. 
That's <laughs> complete stranger. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. We have a little Christmas song, and then we're going to invite uh, Spike and Joe. It's going to be the Bob, Spike, and Joe reunion. And I know we all, we all know each other. Zip, you met them at a convention, radio convention. Ed, you worked with those guys. And, Many times. Uh, Many times. It's really great to have them visit. But first, here's something really special. Um, this is a song re-recorded by a barbershop quartet from our Twisted Christmas collection. It's the most fattening time, time of the year. With that pumpkin pie filling and everyone swilling down eggnog and beer. It's the most fattening time, time of the year. It's the lip smacking the season, season of all. While you're shopping, you're cheating, impulsively eating that junk at the mall. It's the he heaviest season of all. There'll be turkeys for basting and stuffing for tasting and giblets and gravy with whole. There'll be cookies that mom baked and leftover fruitcake from Christmases long, long ago. ago. It's the scale-flattening time, time of the year. While you're diet, you're blowing, there's calories going straight down to your rear. It's the scale-flattening time. They'll be after meal dozing and arteries closing, cholesterol levels will grow. It's too cold to go jogging, too brisk for tobogganing, so pass me a hot butter roll. It's the most fattening time, time of the Gingerbread shingles and chocolate crisp kringles will tremble in fear. It's the most fattening time. It's the most belt loosening time. It's the most fattening time of the year. The Vintage Style <laughs> wow. Quartet. Wow. It's the most fattening time of the year with humble apologies to the original composer, but hey, tip of the hat and thanks to Bob Rivers and his boys from Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a he perfect did. time to bring them on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bob Spike and Joe Reunion. Here we go. Bob and Zip Show with Ned Kelly. Is everybody there? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, downtown Joe, there the you most, are. The most How's fatted going? up show of the year for you, Bob, right? Hold on a second. Time. i got to turn your mic up so you can make fun of me. Go ahead. <laughs> this will make the most fattened up show of the year for you, wouldn't it? This is a fattened up show. Pile yeah, on. We, we are live, uh, recorded live from Detroit, uh, Boston, uh, uh, Proctorsville, Vermont, and Seattle. Two it's parts a, of Seattle. It's a glory hole show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's the geez. most glorious hole of the year. Because you don't know what's waiting or who you'll be dating when someone is near. It's the most glorious hole of the year. 
Dubby, stripe you, big herring, and everyone's staring. And not knowing what you might catch. Just jangle the raw meat and let him run. Uh, down boy, down boy. Let's pretend Joe isn't here because he can't be part no, of it. No, Joe, oh, Joe, Joe. You know, actually, it's funny. You, I love that, by the way. I don't know who those guys are, but that was a great uh, yeah, version that. of that song. This is what yeah. Joe does, by the way. He ignores what just happened in the room and goes back to the well, cool barbershop quartet. Um, they're well, actually from the Nimo, uh, British Columbia. Oh, cool. Canadian. I. I had an incident with that song recently, actually, a little bit. Yes. Really? Uh, I, yeah, in a, a, a staff meeting. I'm a teacher, and uh, we've been working pretty hard on this uh, virtual learning thing, and everybody's a little testy, and everybody needs a little laugh now and then. And one of our uh, teachers, one of my colleagues, actually looks a little bit like Richard Simmons. And, uh, you know, on our version, Richard That's... kicks it off and everything. Yeah. And uh, this guy, he he dresses up like Richard Simmons. He's got the tank top. He's got the wig. And it's like, okay, everybody, let's get ready to teach. Let's sweat. And, you know, just kind of trying to bring sure. some levity. So I uh, put in the little chat and I said, you know, by the way, I, I kind of know Richard Simmons and you do a pretty good Richard Simmons. And uh, the principal of my high school goes, oh, do you see Joe's chat? He says he even uh, has a song that he helped uh, work on that Richard Simmons <laughs> is on. So I said, yeah. And I said, if you will give me the hosting of this meeting, I will play it for you. So for a couple hundred of my colleagues, I played the the Richard Simmons version. It's the most fattening time of the year. Mm -hmm. And and kind of a mistake, I think. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, I think. Well, in the world of education, you, yeah. I got the band director says nothing better than a jazz waltz right now. I mean, he loved it, the, uh, yeah. you know, and, and 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 the science teachers loved it. But but some teacher, uh, some I think he's a humanities teacher, whatever that is. Uh, he put in the chat. He goes, "Don't say whatever that is. You do know we're recording now, right?" Yes. Yeah, so, okay. He said that that is fat shaming your colleagues. There's no place for that in the meeting. Right. By the way. This yeah. guy weighs about 140 pounds. If anybody yeah. should be concerned about oh. fat shaming, it's me. I'm the yeah. biggest sure. teacher we got. So I don't He's know. What did you look at him and say, really, teacher. are you accusing me of fat Thank shaming? God. Well, Seriously. you know, you can't really look at people because there's five pages. That's the oh. uh, frustrating part about the Zoom, especially if you're in a big meeting. And mm -hmm. that's why you, you use the chat feature a lot just uh. so you can uh, – you can get stuff oh, out okay. there. So you weren't saying this out loud. It was in the chat. Uh, let's just refresh our memories about Richard Simmons. Put on your seat belts, everybody. Put on your food belts. Oh, no, it's not that time of year again. No, it can't be. It can't be. Tell me, pinch me. Tell me it's not here. It's the most fattening time. Of the All right, that's enough of that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, Richard Simmons is the most friendly to overweight people person in the history of man, right? It's a fat celebration. Uh, I'm not sure I like that the way you put it's that. Palooza. <laughs> I'll rebrand it for you somehow, Joe. I'll get you out of here. That's all right. Gertha Palooza. Uh, well, this is nice. a big deal, by the way, because we have not had a Bob, Spike, and Joe reunion uh, uh, since uh, the middle of the pandemic when Joe knew he had to go back to school and everything was going crazy. And uh, first off, it's great to hear you guys' voices. Bob, 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 Bob. Yeah. This is the middle of the pandemic. No. Come on. Yeah, this isn't the middle. middle. This is the middle. No. Okay. 
This the middle. This, is the, uh, this thing is at the end of the tunnel, do you? No, I, I didn't say this was like a, a breeze. Ah, uh, just like the old days. <laughs> Remember what they it say about, like the about the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yeah. It's attached to a train. Yeah, it's sometimes. an oncoming train. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but Joe. but uh, you know we're. <laughs> People used to say three voices was too much on a show. Yeah. This, should, this should go great. Yeah. All right. Anyway, as I was starting to say, Joe, I miss you, and I miss hearing you and Spike together. And we're all friends. Uh, not all the listeners know, but uh, we've all known uh, Zip and Ed for many years. And uh, we're all kind of radio yes. brethren. So mm-hmm. how are you all doing? How are you doing, uh, Joe? Good. It's good to talk to somebody over the age of 16. First time in a long time. Uh, Let's take that out of context, shall we, everyone? Yeah. Well, at least you're you're not a Catholic priest saying that. No. No. Oh, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm I'm doing the Lord's work though. I mean, I'm bu- I've got the biggest little radio station in the world. I'm the only guy who's actually hiring. I have a staff of 150. I mean, it's a but it's a never-ending job, and it never you know it never stops. I had a kid today, big football player kid. He hasn't done a thing. I mean, not a thing. And the semester's ending, and I said, dude, do you need you know credit for this class because you're just not going to get it? And he's like. Yes. And I said, and by the way, your coach isn't going to like what I have to say about your grades. So I spent two and a half hours with him, giving him a semester's worth of lessons. By the way, he got engaged. He made some great stuff. And now he's on his way. I've taught him to finish. And your lawn has never looked better. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's my life, you know, is uh, trying to keep and trying to keep him from, you know, just being bummed out. You know, downtown Joe, this is your life. (laughs) Well, here's to you. You downtown, Joe. No, I tell you what, Joe. I was talking to somebody about you today, and um, even before you told that story of your your commitment and your involvement in these kids' life, I, I brag about knowing you, the work you're doing these days, man. You know, engaged as you are with every kid that comes into your room or doesn't come in until the last day of the semester, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You care Seriously, about man, them too. You, you help you them have, out. You nobody has ever embraced um, a, a career or a mission the way you have when you teach. I mean, nobody. Well, apparently National Geographic feels the same way. They came in and they're, they're shooting a documentary about it. Um, about No, no. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's about storytellers and Adobe using Adobe products to tell stories. They came in last Thursday. So nice. uh, a lot of amazing stuff going on in the, in the world of uh, young people. Uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of hope for radio in the future. So and- I haven't had time to do much. I did uh, take my dad TV shopping. Uh, 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 By the way, for those of you that don't know what a TV is, it's television. (laughs) An old tiny picture box, Joe. He really bought him a TV. (laughs) No, not a TV. A Philco swivel. Well, the first thing I did was Thanksgiving, we had, had to have it on Zoom with the family. And I felt bad because my dad... You know, has a laptop with a camera, but his big screen, his big monitor is on one of them, uh, uh, just a regular, I guess you would call it a desktop of server box or whatever. Yeah. So he had no camera. So I bought him a little webcam. Uh, so when we zoom on Christmas now, he, we, he can actually see things. And, and he said, what I need is a TV, a new TV, or uh, maybe even a couple. So uh, we went down to Costco, and uh, my dad and his wife are both in their 80s, and 
Uh, he bought the OLED. He got the latest and the greatest. I don't know. Have any of you guys been TV yeah. shopping lately? Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. Seen the it's OLED. So, it's so Amazing. inexpensive to get a monstrous TV, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Well, he didn't want a big one. He was very particular. He, he kind of has it in his mind that it needs to be about the size to fit in his spot. So we went yeah. with the 55 inches, and there was a there was one for $14.97 and one for $3.97. And I could not tell the difference hardly, to be honest with you. Uh, but Alice, who has some really thick glasses, his wife, she was, you know, I mean, she was looking at these TVs, and, and and my dad is saying, "Which one you want, honey?" And I think she was looking at the price tags. And why not? Sure. When you're in your eighties. I, mean, I want the one that's cheap. Can we, can we get well, one with a prescription screen? Yeah. Yes. But, but he got the and he what did he wanted was one that was smart. He didn't much care, but he wanted it to be smart. Uh-huh. And, uh, I assured him it was, so he actually bought two. <laughs> you assured him it was smart, and that's good enough for him. Yeah, he bought the yeah. uh, he bought the OLED, and then he bought a smaller one, and he came oh, out. Of, he got uh, the OLED. Oh yeah, he got the top yeah. of the line. That's, that's that. By the way, do you know what that is, Joe? Uh, it's like it looked. It looked a little better to me. It didn't look a thousand dollars better, but it looked a little better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's good with 10, okay. 1080p. Let me tell yeah. you something about like o- the OLDE, <laughs> the old set, the oldie TV. That's probably what he thought. Yes. So the OLE, o- OLED TVs, organic light emitting diodes, right. have been out for mm, roughly five or six years, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, I bought one when I retired because I was like, I'm going to, you know, first off, we moved to this little farmhouse and, you know, I used to have a home theater and I'm like, not going to have that anymore. And let me put it to this way. The TV that he just bought for that was $5,000 plus just Good a few Lord. years ago. Yep. And the tech, yeah, the technology is coming. But that TV, you wouldn't be able to tell so much in the store, but that TV, when a game comes on mm-hmm. or when a movie that has dark, like blacks comes on. Yeah, yeah, they're really black. Oh, it's the highest definition, best TV you can buy. That's the most racist thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. The blacks are really black. The blacks come on. You I'm know from what Detroit. I meant. <laughs> when we tried to watch Roots, you couldn't even watch it. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> Well, you jumped the broom and the shark all in one move, Spike. Oh, God. Well, my dad, he did call me that night, and he says, when we're watching the football, and he goes, I bet my picture's a lot better than yours. And, uh, he's very proud of it. In your and, face. And, uh, and you couldn't my, tell the difference, Joe, really. Well, I could tell a little difference, but I would have been thrilled to have the the, the $300 one. I mean, it was looking good to me. I haven't had a new TV in, I think it's been 10 years. I am way overdue. Wow. And my wife won't let me get one, and she thinks it's not quite time yet. But I do have supposedly the smart remote. My TV's not smart, but the remote is. <laughs> it won't okay. even get MSNBC. Well, it won't let well, me. well, it'll get it. It'll get MSNBC, but it takes some work. I'm actually kind of pissed about this. Sure. The, uh, Rachel Maddow has have- long blonde hair and fake tits. It's great. <laughs> Do you, do you have the remotes that you can talk to? Talk into? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Do that, man. Do you do, you do it? Constantly. And I don't, Joe. Work? I'm with you. I don't I'll, want to talk to something. I I'll want to take, just 
I just want to feel a button with my finger and be able to find <laughs> well, it every time. Well, I want to talk <laughs> I mean, to if it. If I had a nickel for time, Lisa said. <laughs> so many jokes. I, I know, right? Talk, yeah. I want to talk to it, but it does not either understand me or it's just playing with me. I don't know. No one because, understands you, Joe. Joe well, I know, Joe. You're, you're beyond <laughs> comprehension for mere mortals. All the BSs and all the BCs are the same. So I'll say CBS, and it takes me to PBS. And I'll say CBS, and it takes me to TBS. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and this goes on and on. So finally I say, screw it. And I hit the 7. You know, Channel yeah. 7 is CBS in Seattle. I hit the 7. You know what? You, thinks- you uh, I know someone else has the exact same problem. Uh, Mr. Haney, you always have the same problem when you're trying to use your voice, Uh, Alexa, and everything, right? It's a problem, Bob, because, you know, you can only talk the wife into holding up a ball of tinfoil for so long before she gets upset. And then the blacks come on. And the real upsetting part is after you hit the seven and you go to CBS, it says, next time, say CBS. It's like trying to <laughs> Have you tried it in English? Yeah. I mean, it is annoying. Yeah, Alexa's deaf, too. I, I'm getting a divorce from her. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I love Alexa, by the way. And I'm in, the, I'm in Alexa country. I mean, I'm in the, the, the people who made Alexa are, are the people that are my kids. My, I teach at a high school that is a pretty affluent bedroom community in Seattle. And all the parents are all the, you know, if if you want a Microsoft or an Amazon history lesson, my kids' uh, parents are all doing their holiday stories. We do that every holiday. And uh, they're they're the best of the best. So I love Alexa. And Alexa understands me just fine. Uh, Every time, (laughs) it it knows me real well. uh, It's a she, Joe. Yeah. You think Alexa yeah. is a she? Give it I a gender, it yeah. Give it, use yeah, a pronoun. Well, uh, look, <laughs> let's put it this way. If Alexa wants to come out as something else or change, I'm okay with that. If she identifies, if she identifies as she, that's yes. fine. I'm, I'm, I'm all for gender neutral, whatever By the you want to be. You're probably the only one who correctly identifies Alexa as an it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Technically, you're I'm, correct. I yeah. have kids that change their name on a weekly basis. You know, really? this week I'm 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 Joey. Next week I'm Charles. I mean, just based on how they're feeling at any given moment. And you got to respect that. You got to let people be who they want to be Absolutely. in this world. Yeah, we would have got beat up, but we respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But the only thing I have been able to watch much of, though, because I do just work all the time, is football. Did any of you guys watch that game? Spike, you must have watched the Ravens on Monday night. Uh, oh, the the forty seven forty two Raven Browns. Forty seven forty two. There was uh, it was the highest scoring game I think since nineteen twenty two. Wow. Which uh, coincidentally, I think it's the last time we had a pandemic. Nobody wants to tackle anybody. Like waving bulls, go through, boya, ole, ole. I mean, you look at Lamar Jackson. Four, 40, 40 Ravens had COVID, and now all of a sudden the offense is working really great. I think social distancing works better for the offense than the defense. It really does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're going to be passing was- around COVID doorknobs this off season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah awesome. it's it's a miracle that they made it 15 weeks. I am really uh, surprised, and I'm proud of the Seahawks. Only one positive COVID test uh, of all the Seahawks, and he's a guy I never heard of. So that's pretty good. And that just happened this week. They were the last team in the NFL that had a perfect COVID testing mark. Yeah. You know what I uh, credit for that? 
uh, they have an awesome attitude and a great coach. Yeah. Coach Pete Carroll. He's awesome. Um, And you know, the Huskies, Washington Huskies won the Pac-12 North in their abbreviated college season. And then they could, they can't go to the college or the Pac-12 championship game. Because COVID is COVID is so hit their team. Uh, they they don't have mm, fifty three roster crazy. players. It's so hit their team, and also if they played Oregon and lost, they wouldn't be the champs, and now they are. So that was a convenient uh, little outbreak for them to have you, there. You did say played Oregon and not played Oregon, right? <laughs> right, they were going Oregon. Play. So I no wonder your TV yeah. can't understand you. <laughs> Xfinity, play Oregon. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need 85 inches of that. <laughs> Well, I so don't know great to hear you, Joe. You're so funny. He's just so oh. naturally warm and wonderful. Yeah, I miss you so much. The last, uh, the last thing uh, is the Seahawks did play the Jets on uh, Sunday. I don't know if you saw that. We killed the Jets. Everybody I saw kills that. the Jets. Yeah. Jets well, have a one. Don't game. say killed the Jets uh, <laughs> in Seattle. Don't say that. Yeah. The uh, one of my kids, we got a lot of good uh, kids doing sports shows, and he said, you know, really Alabama, the. Uh, uh, college team is so much better than everybody, and the Jets are so much worse than everybody. We're hurting for bowl games. Why don't we let Alabama play the Jets and call it the Joe Namath Bowl? He played for both. <laughs> and then, you know, you get some kind of cup, and whoever wins, maybe you promote Alabama to the NFL or something. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good idea. You mean idea. you could have a, a college team get into the NFL, a super wild, like, kegger card. Yeah, Alabama is, is so much better. And back, way back when we were youngsters, and that is a long time ago, but I vaguely remember it was like some short-lived thing where the in the college all-stars would play uh, would play an NFL team every year, but that went away pretty quick, I think. Yeah. Well, what they ought to do is play, and if the Jets manage to win, they can have every kid on Alabama's team next year. Not just one pick. Every kid. Every one. Spike, how are you? Um, I f- I'm phenomenal. I, you know, it's. Uh, I'm starting to see the light. And I hate to get political, but I'm starting to see a light at the end of the uh, of the the, the administration. Tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. I spent all day today watching the, a new YouTube channel. It's uh, Don Jr.'s crazy coked out uh, oh Motel Six channel. God. It's phenomenal. It's funny. It's what is phenomenal. this? It's I don't know anything Don about Jr. it. Don Jr. put out a video, you know, a, a protest video, and he's just coked out of his mind. How, how do you know he's coked, really? Um, remember how we met, Bob? That's another story. <laughs> I remember. Podcast, a teacher's not listening to. Um, dude, I, I know I know what people who have spent two days in a Motel Six room look like, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's that it. is it. That's wow. the look. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's. I mean, it. it but it, you know, not to just make fun of Clam Dip Jr. <laughs> oh, no, there's so many clam dips. Clam dip. Wow. Yeah, he's a, that's my that's my derogatory go to. What yeah. a clam dip. We'd have a hard time being neutral if we were on a yeah. massive yeah, radio the, here, station. Here. That's for yeah, sure. man, the girls are here, you know, the house is decorated for Christmas. Um, you know, my my job may start turning into a job at some point cuz I'm yeah. just killing it for him for free, which good, is good. Good. I don't know the wisdom of that, but I'm I'm in, so. Oh, yeah. get always a free sample first. That's, yeah, yeah, but that's how I got into radio. Joe, sampling. isn't that how you got into radio? <laughs> killing it uh, or at least yeah, trying. For free. Yeah. You have for free. Remember, remember your oh, yeah. initial wage? 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, for, the only way I got into radio was two things happened. My truck blew up, so I couldn't go to phone booths anymore. <laughs> and, and, and they wanted me to, and they needed to get me on the insurance. And then they were going to start drug testing employees. The, uh, the, right. uh, it, oh, I remember that like, story. Yeah. Yep. And the business manager came and said, you know, I don't know if this kid's on anything, but he's doing a lot of work around here, and he's going to have to take a drug test tomorrow, so you better hire him today. <laughs> and, and that's, uh, if you don't hire him today, you can't hire him tomorrow, yeah, is what I, he said. Yeah, they didn't do any maintenance testing. If you were in, you were literally grand-jointed in. Grand-jointed yep. in. And, yep. and so they hired you the day before drug testing started. That's yeah, right. That's and we'll be telling those stories. I don't know if you guys have been in touch with uh, K KISW. It's the 50th anniversary here in, uh, uh, in uh, I think, February 14th or something is the 50th mm -hmm. anniversary of that radio station. And mm -hmm. uh, that's where we spent 10 years there. So I imagine mm -hmm. be yeah. talking to you and Ed. You were every the thing everybody keeps bringing up is that that nude stock, nude stock, nude stock. And <laughs> you were a, you were a big part of that. I'll never yeah. forget. Well, I was that. a little part of that. If you know, <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> huh? That's when you needed a big TV. Okay. That is something. Yeah, I'm glad there weren't camera phones then. That's, That's all right. I got. We were. Can you imagine? Yeah. We we could never do that today. <laughs> Nobody no. could ever do that today. Nowhere. No, you're right. Um, I actually interviewed with uh, BJ and Miggs this morning. They called me up, and I spent about half an hour with them. Right. You know, uh, whizzing down memory lane with those two. <laughs> and I'm doing my interview tomorrow. And by the way, what's uh, it's bicoastally sad uh, for me in a way, this KSW thing. I mean, it's nice that they they made the 50 years. The other radio station I worked at with Zip, WAAF, oh, which geez. was owned yeah. by Entercom, Ooh. same company, was uh, going to celebrate its 50th anniversary this year. And then? And instead, <laughs> David Field sold it to a religious outfit, and they went all religion. Didn't the place burst into flame the first time they played a... <laughs> no. Um, I heard the whole building just kind of sucked zip, into this hole. Like tell them what happened the right after. We were there on the last day. So uh, what happened right after that? The coronavirus. Oh my God, yeah. to the right after that. <laughs> well, I I remember listening to you and Zip on the last day, and lots of people. That was a great last day of radio yeah. that they had there, and I heard a lot of great stories uh, from uh, that I'd never got to hear about you and Zip and the whole legacy. And I hope that uh, KISW seems to be going good. We we just celebrated 50 years. My station is KMIH, and we're celebrating right now. Uh, 42070 was the date of license for the little station I manage. Wow. So we, we've been celebrating that. And unfortunately, all the big summer plans we had to bring back alumni and stuff didn't happen because of the pandemic. Of but, course. 42070, man, that's a great station. I could tune that in. <laughs> hey, roll one up, man. Hey, man. It gets AM though, man. Like, yeah, I want to hear stereo, you know. Shut up, man! You're crazy. You know, I don't gotta shut up, man. I gotta grow up, man. Well, if you ever want to hear it, it's eighty-eight nine the bridge. See, notice how Joe it completely ignores <laughs> anything that right, a high school right teacher can talk about. Right That's what you call on message, kids. On message. <laughs> I I can even he will walk into the he will walk into the boys' room and go, excuse me, uh, class starts in ten minutes. I didn't see anything. He's the John. He's the Schultz. Remember Schultz from uh, uh, Major Huckstetter. Yeah, I'll to see you again. Yes. You know, saw nothing. We're gonna see you. Shut up, Link. Link, you moron. 
<laughs> hey, I oh will God, show you how... Whoops. Uh-oh. I hope that doesn't happen yeah. to the radio station. <laughs> oh, Joe, jiggle the cord. Yeah, jiggle the cord. <laughs> Are you there, Joe? Oh, he's go. He's, he's bringing it in. Tuning. Oh, he's tuning the, t the station. In. Oh, he's got a yeah. no. He's got a loose microphone. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, Joe, you got a bad mic cord. Yeah, hey, put that in there. the put that in the budget for next Alexa year. Off. Alexa, off. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Playing hear Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> Alexis, Alexis stole his downloading speed. All right. Can let's you hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's put okay, a cap on it, uh, Joe. You're the you're the best. You're the closest thing to essential, an essential yeah. worker that we have in our staff Amen. here. Amen. So Absolutely. We love you for it. We love you for it and God take care of the you. kids. Well, but do you have a Christmas message for everybody? Just enjoy the ones you can be with, and don't go looking for any extra people to be with. I mean, seriously, we got to get this thing under control. You know, Thank the, you. The, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm spending uh, most of my day teaching and whatever is left of it trying to figure out how to safely get us back into buildings and educate our students yeah. and keep them from going crazy. And these holidays are a real bummer because we start to get things kind of calmed down. And then, you know, Halloween comes, Thanksgiving comes, and our numbers spike. And it's just a – so if you Nothing can do it – Nothing worse than spike. Mm. Yeah. So if I you really just, resent uh, the – yeah. I, every know, day I hear another I think that's another very spike, well right? said. And uh, I do have a couple of requests of you guys. Um Coming up in 2021, everyone's been asking about you, Joe, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, uh, but we'd love to have you on a regular segment, if not every week, every other week, whatever's convenient, whatever works for you. You're hilariously funny. We miss you. Plus, be quite honest, we want to make Twisted Tunes. You come up with some of the best Twisted Tunes ideas and are a great writer. And, you know, we're all doing this mostly for love and fun mm -hmm. and a tiny little bit of Patreon money. Let's all give a round of applause for our Patreon fans. Yes, Patreon. Patreon. Here's to the Patreon. <laughs> Here's to you. Here's to you, Here's Patreon to you. supporter. Patreon. Uh, and so uh, you don't have to say yes or no, no. But how about saying yes? Well, I'll do my I'll do my best. I mean, uh, you know, the virus will, and I I'm getting this down pretty good. I mean, it's hard to form a relationship with a hundred people you've never seen in real life and, and make these bonds. But I'm getting there. I know. Stormy uh, Daniels did it pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> here's well, to you, Stormy Daniels. Hey, Daniels. <laughs> Stormy's teaching different stuff than I'm teaching. <laughs> yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. You got it to acknowledge hand. the comment. Uh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yes, to, Joe. To, to get to you know to get these kids up to speed to teach them radio when they're all sitting in their houses is tough but i am yeah. getting it about done so yes i would love to come on and the only reason i stopped was because just literally uh it's a i started about 5 a.m and i go till i i can't go and i get up yeah. and i do it again but yeah. but it's uh it's they're starting to get good enough plus i did hire somebody this week so i actually have help now. you have some so help that's, that's good yeah. all right so we'll well, that's I'm going to take that as a yes, and we'll let, let, make sure we let people know which episodes you're going to be on. Also, Twisted Tunes, Spike, a listener, emailed this idea to us, and we already have the music bed. Remember you did uh, a Who song called My Medication? You bet. He said, do my vaccination. Yep. And I, I started with- my vaccination. Yeah. yeah. You bet, man. Uh, that's got <clears throat> So can we record that? I, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but how's tomorrow? 
Ooh, tomorrow's busy. How about later tonight? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll talk later. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bob Spike and Joe Reunion, thank you guys yeah. for being there. Beautiful. And Joe, really I love you, buddy. This is one big happy family. We used to say the show had a cast of thousands. Uh, hmm. We would love it if we could keep doing this. And, uh, you know, you, you'd be helping us. Much appreciated. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, we'll close with a twisted tune uh, from the most recent Twisted Christmas album. Oh, hold on a second. It's not going to work unless I do this. Hang on. And take two. This will do it. The Bob and Zip Show with Ned Kelly. Huh? Made years nope. before there was such a thing as a red state or a blue state, but that's a red state song if I ever heard. <laughs> yes, of it is. <laughs> Didn't they not call them red states back then? And like that was like no, it was rednecks, Bob. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you had to be we really proud to be yeah. Americans, Bob. <laughs> proud. I uh, I am always startled anytime I hear that I actually sung something. 
That's one of the rare songs where he needed a baritone. Oh, is that you? Oh, that was Miller Lite. <laughs> ah, look at you. Oh, and I, it, they had to do it a hundred times until I... No pitch correction. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. We had it in two, and you're like, I can do it better. Yeah. yeah. I can do it better. Miller Lite. I can do it better. Miller Lite. <laughs> and aren't you the dog? I think we dog? got it, Chief. I think we got it. Yeah. Are you the dogs, Spike? Oh. Yeah, that was you. I recognize that dog. Okay. <laughs> My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.